welcome to Dunk Town, the podcast where we learn about basketball one game at a time. I'm Anastasia. And I'm Agata. And today we have a very special guest. She's amazing. She's funny. She's a writer, comedian, host of Lizard People, the podcast, which you should definitely check out. It's Caitlin Hempstead. Hi. What a treat. What a dream. Uh, such a joy. I love your theme song so much. It's I've heard so it before. Good. And every time I hear it, I lose my mind. It's a, it's so good. A custom made by our friend Andrew Clotworthy. And what a gem he is. Bless him. Honestly, he gets so many compliments and <laughs> they are all deserved. Yeah. Oh, but I don't want to compliment somebody who already gets lots of compliments. No, no, no. Tear him down, it. Caitlin. Tear it. him down. That song is trash. Don't. Take it back. It's garbage. Gabe, bleep it out. <laughs> Did I hit that T too hard? It felt really explosive. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. How's everything going? Oh, it's great. Very tired. <laughs> well, yeah, we've already forced you to hang out with us for many hours. Now. <laughs> yeah, we're recording this in the thick of the night. It's 11.25 p.m. <laughs> oh, my God. I wish you hadn't said the 25. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Uh, I don't know. It makes it feel so much later. <laughs> um, it's been absolutely wonderful. It's been Aww. such a fun night. I got on the train and I got, saw you guys in the middle of downtown L.A. like an absolute mirage. And Aww. then you went to Staples Center. Oh. Yeah, we did. We did. And it was it was so much fun. Um, we'll get into the game in a little bit. Mm. First, we want to get into your background. Okay. We want to crack open that little head of yours and <laughs> dive on it. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's getting freaky. Ooh. What is your uh, relationship Kink. with... Uh, oh, gosh. I guess I'm like a schoolgirl. <laughs> um, and then, I don't know. I need to get an A. Okay. <laughs> uh, and Let's my explore this further. <laughs> Um, hey, welcome to What's Your Kink with Caitlin Agata and Anastasia. <laughs> Let's make oh a new my God. show. That's actually a great idea. Yeah, yeah I don't hate it. I want to know everyone's kink. <laughs> but first, <laughs> Just we want to know what's your background with basketball? Um, it is a complex and a heady brew of mostly hating it. Oh. it's co- I haven't totally leveled with you guys about this. So um, I think that basketball is the most moral sport Mm -hmm. and I think it is the best sport to watch um I am an asshole and I hate all sports get out I jump off the damn balcony buddy (laughs) sorry show's over I will uh yeah I I just and it's not that I dislike people who love sports or play Mm -hmm. sports I think that they're right and their passions are in the right place I just hate to watch them uh, no, I get it. Totally I get valid. it. Um, but tonight I was you. Tonight was very, very fun. It was fun, right? It's yeah. fun to see a live basketball it's game. So fun. I saw a live baseball game once and I had an absolute blast. Oh so. yeah. I fucking hate baseball games. <laughs> <laughs> Truly like so boring to me. Mm. But you know, I get it. If people are into that, that's fine. We're not here to tell people to like only the things that we like. Yeah. Also, I, I think this is actually really exciting. You're our first guest who doesn't like basketball. And we want to have more guests who don't necessarily like basketball because I think that, I don't know, that comes with a fresh perspective. It comes with kind of like, it's, it's cool to see it through the eyes of someone who hasn't been to a game before. I'm a little, yeah, I'm like a new baby right out of the vulva, Mm, like seeing the world for the first time. You slipped out and then you slipped right into the Staples Center. (laughs) Yeah, you were were all wet when you showed up. Yeah, we had to spank your bottom. You you had to. I was choking. (laughs) I was going to aspirate my own placenta. (laughs) 
Um, did you play other sports or watch other sports? Um, I had to go to a lot of my sister's soccer games, mm. which in my memory, it's just one long, wet bummer of an afternoon. Oh, yeah. Um, Why is it so wet? Were you in the Pacific Northwest? <laughs> kind of. Actually, Almost. yeah, sort of like way Northern California. Oh. So, yeah, basically. Okay. Uh, yeah, my dad watched a lot of sports when I was growing up. And I think sports to me just meant like, oh, I can't watch my TV shows. And also my dad is yelling. Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, so that set me up for failure. And then I would try to watch him. Then I'd be like, what are they doing? And he'd be like, why don't you get it? And I'd be like, because eh, I don't give a shit. <laughs> so who's your dad's team? He used to love the 49ers. Mm. Uh, I'm not totally sure where they stand now. And he loves the Warriors. So basketball for me is very personal because... It used to be me, my mom, and my sister versus my dad. Mm, he loved sports. Yeah. We all hated them. Yeah. We would just wait for him to be done. But then my freaking sister started dating a guy who loved the Warriors. And she was like, ah, actually, basketball's kind of fun. Mm, and then my mom was like, teammate. I lost a teammate. And then my mom, my own mother, no. the person who's supposed to <laughs> love me unconditionally, don't say it, got into basketball. No. Wow. So now when I come home, they'll all be watching a Warriors game. Oh, God. I'm like, I guess I'll read my freaking book. So I have watched some Warriors games and reluctantly, but, it sounds like <laughs> a little bit reluctantly, but again, basketball is the most moral sport and it's the most beautiful sport. Mm. So I, is. I, I agree. I had a, a dream of a time and I don't begrudge anyone who loves basketball. I did get you know that um, a nickname for soccer is the beautiful game? I did, but like, come on, <laughs> come on. The beautiful game. You hit the ball with your head. Are you kidding me? Get over yourselves. Wow. wow. Oh, I love this these. Is the opinion corner. Oh. Um, so we were, Anastasia and I were on an episode of your show, Lizard People, yes, where you, you talk are. about conspiracy theories. And we talked about the conspiracy that Dennis Rodman is an, a North Korean operative. Um, it was so much fun. And it was a complete joy. It was I loved great. It. We we totally convinced ourselves, at least. I don't know if we convinced you. We convinced ourselves that it was true, and I still believe it yeah. to this day. He's a government operative working in North Korea. Is what I meant to say. Yeah, yeah he's not. He's not a Korean spy. He's <laughs> yeah. an American spy. Right. 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 Um, so what? We know we noticed that you had some other basketball related theories um, in past episodes. Um, which ones do you think? are real and which ones do you think are not real i do sort of buy that the is it the 1995 draft was rigged yeah mm. um it just it was just a little too convenient you know what yeah. i mean and we actually very soon coming up are gonna have an episode go up that uh michael jordan's dad was killed in revenge for his gambling debt yes and there's some meat to that one wow i can't wait to hear it interesting yeah did you do the the theory did you cover the theory that um michael jordan when he first retired from basketball it was because he was like hiding out from his gambling debt yes yeah yeah and the nba was like oh hey dude like you you did some illegal stuff we're not gonna make it public but just like retire for a couple years but then didn't he play like minor league baseball yes, yes. <laughs> and that was the plot of space jam <laughs> yeah oh shit okay yeah. wow space great. jam watch is space essentially jam. a biopic yeah wow he interesting retires, yeah. then he him. slipped into an alternate universe yes. of torture yes. like yes, it yes, talks yes. about his dad dying yeah oh shit it talks about like where he grew up it, his the names of his family members in the movie are 
his real family yeah. members. His wife and kids. Uh, I'm starting to be uncomfortable about Space Jam. <laughs> it's Should he weird, have done that? It's a weird movie. It's a weird. weird. And does that mean the LeBron one's going to be the same thing? Where oh my it's going to be, be wild. His, you know, little Bronny's going to be in there? Probably. Does he have a name LeBron? Yeah. Bronny. Yeah. Bronny. He goes Wait, by Bronny. That's really cute. Yeah. He's he also plays basketball. Oh, and LeBron won't retire until his son is in the NBA and he can play <laughs> he with him. He wants to play love, with his little boy. Isn't I that fucking love sweet? Daddy LeBron. I love him. He's, yeah. Okay, so we just went to a Lakers game and <laughs> I was just screaming out "Daddy" through the whole game, shrieking. I, I think Caitlin's on board. Yeah. Yeah. You seemed to be on the train with me, the Absolutely. Daddy train. He's just. <laughs> He's got a daddy energy, and I've never called a man that I was in a relationship with daddy because it gives me deep unease. Oh yeah. yeah, but LeBron is daddy. Yeah, he is daddy, and I don't mean that in a sexual way. No, well, necessarily, <laughs> but <laughs> in like a complicated way. Yeah, just like he is my dad. Like, period. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I guess, you know, maybe later we'll get into um, who everybody's uh, basketball stepdad is. Oh, yeah. Well, we're going to talk about stepdads. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about dads. We're going to talk about uncles. Mm. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah. Sure. We'll talk about moms, too. Oh, I'll talk about mommy all day. <laughs> it's Ross. <brilliant. laughs> Ross. So what are what are some things that you have learned from maybe from your podcast about basketball that you're like, oh, OK, weird, interesting or like. Oh, that's what that's called? <laughs> oh. Fine. Is there anything like that or like from your dad or This is a thing that may apply to a lot of sports, but it really and I think I heard it specifically in terms of the Warriors, it really freaked my bean about how like <laughs> they have these incredibly high salaries yeah. and you sort of are like, oh, these freaking overpaid jerks. And then you realize after 42, they can't earn money yeah. right. doing the thing that they trained to do their entire lives. Right. So it's sort of like, yeah, they make $5 million a season and that's all the money they have. <laughs> right. Well, and some people don't last beyond 25. Right. You know, like right. you're, you're playing if you get injured or if you um, just aren't as good as other people at basketball, um, yeah, your career ends pretty early. Gnarly. So wild. Yeah, they can make all the money they want is what I think. Um, And also just like, it's, I've always thought of basketball as like a non-rigged sport, Mm. but I think it had a while where it was extremely, like there was just like constant cheating controversy. So the current commissioner, Adam Silver, from what I understand is much better than the previous commissioner. Sterling? Sterling? (laughs) Donald Sterling? (laughs) Yes, that's the guy. Wait, Roger Sterling? No, that's Roger. Rod Sterling. <laughs> Rod Sterling <laughs> is from Twilight Zone. Okay. <laughs> and We've we covered all the pop culture you could ever need. Gabe, can you look this up for us? Who the previous commissioner was? <laughs> okay. <laughs> you totally got Gabe just like... Just Googling. Gabe was just, just daydreaming at a spider on the wall. <laughs> yeah. Who's day, daydreaming? David Stern a, was the David uh, Stern. Oh, okay, oh, we were all no. Oh, very Sterling wrong. was the former Clippers yeah. owner who was racist as oh, hell. Oh yes, very yeah. bad man. Yes, so, yeah, David Stern. He apparently, you know, I'm not gonna 
tell tales out of school. Is that the saying? No. <laughs> I actually think it might be the saying. Well, I don't know. But I'm, I, I hate to be Team Anastasia on anything ever. But I know. I she is so the, against me. Ugh. She has a shirt right now that with my face on it and a big like circle across. Yeah. And no, I didn't mean Anastasia's. to wear it tonight. No. I just wear it a lot. I think it's a cute shirt. It is cute. Hey, I'm on board. Can I get one? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It's got like a Peter Pan collar. It's very cute. I yeah. like it. Like I, I kind of want one. I got it from Anthropology. Like, I didn't make this shirt. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, Anthropology is against me. That makes sense, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, but apparently he wasn't the best guy. I'm not, I don't hmm. know the details, but from what I've heard, like, he had certain dress codes. He like did certain things. He maybe rigged some things that were sketch. Naughty boy. Yeah. And also a thing I learned about basketball is the camaraderie of the teams is truly operatic. Mm. They just like love each other, but then they get traded. And then yeah. it's like, oh my, my God, sweet, sweet man. My love is far away, but now we have to play against him. And it's like really hard. Yep. Uh, okay. Gabe, cut this out later. We need to write an opera about basketball. Okay. Don't cut it out. No, I'm saying no one steal this idea. Oh, oh yeah. This is so good. <laughs> this is going to like make money on Broadway. This is going to change everything for this us. This is going to be one of those big blockbuster musicals. Oh, I can't I wait. I miss my bro. <laughs> Where did he go? Oh, my God. The voice of an angel. Mm. A, you have thank to be so, in thank it. Thank you so much. You're going to play an 18-year-old who just got drafted. <laughs> oh, so this is going to be all women <laughs> yeah. doing male basketball. Yes. I like the sound of this. That's fun. Yeah. A lot happens every week in the NBA. It's actually kind of bananas how much happens every week. And so we like to summarize the top stories of the week with a segment we call Previously on Basketball. Previously on the IT Basketball. Crowd. Oh, was that IT Crowd? I love that show. Okay, ready. Dirk surpasses Wilt to become number six all-time scorer. Celtics give Isaiah Thomas an emotional welcome home. Ben Simmons shouts out Egg Boy on his shoes. Doc Rivers shuts down rumors he's going to the Lakers. Cool boy D'Angelo Russell has a cool 27-point fourth quarter in epic Nets comeback. Mr. Thunder Nick Coulson is OKC's first retired jersey. Shaq teams up with Papa John's. Bucks have high-tech, butt-warming bench seats. Cutie Kelly Oubre Jr. is out for the remainder of the season after minor thumb surgery. First, I want to say, uh, get better soon, Kelly. Kelly, I know you're listening. You're sitting at home on the couch. Your thumb's wrapped in a giant gauze. You're sad. You want to play with your friends it's it's okay you know what it life doesn't always work out the way you want it to sometimes you hurt your thumb sometimes you're you got a boo-boo on your thumb and you need mommies to kiss it. yeah and those mommies are right here okay you got Caitlin, a couple of mommies look at kelly Ubre. look at this beautiful can angel can you enlarge this photo that's a beautiful man he is he is the biggest cutie that's an earth angel he is okay here's the thing 
Yes, he's physically attractive. Whatever. Yes, I would absolutely sit on any part of it if he asked me to. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. Obvious. That's like not even like the issue here. The issue is he's a sweet kind man yeah. he mm. also has great style he's got great style Aww. he loves phoenix yeah. i mean god who loves phoenix no literally one. no one <laughs> this is amazing to find a smart sweet young man who loves phoenix stunning he's, just, he's got good vibes i hope that there's a smart uh, stunning young woman in phoenix who can make him very happy or man i guess i don't know what he's his deal dating is. a woman who lives oh. here whoa that's rough Long distance. Are they That's be okay? the life of an NBA relationship, though, you know? Shaq and Papa John's really... What? Okay, okay, let's what talk is, about this. That let's sucks. talk about this. No, but here's the deal. Okay. Shaq owns lots of franchises and stuff. Shaquille's. <laughs> I think... Actually, I think he has... He opened a restaurant called Shaquille's. Shaquille's. Yeah. Bless him. He has, like, 27 crispy creams or something mm, I, I can't remember what he has like a bunch of different uh businesses and i think what happened is they were like hey shack come be on the board of papa john's you'll be the new face of the uh company because we really need to cleanse that palate from mm-hmm. papa john mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i mean really they should change, change the, the name. name it should yeah. be papa shacks <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, Can you Papa imagine? Shack, Papa Shack in the oven. Papa Shack. <laughs> Why not? Can you imagine how popular that chain would become if they changed the name to Papa Shack's? They have to. They have to do change it. Them. But do you think it'll be a conflict of interest with Pizza Hut because they're both buildings that you live in? Gabe is agreeing with me so hard he hit the table. <laughs> Gabe freaked out. Shack Hut. Hut. You're right. You're right. You're right. Conflict of interest. Papa, Papa Shack's. Um, I just, I think this is great for Papa John's. Shack, you know, he doesn't he really even need this. Like, he doesn't give a shit, I think, is what the mm-hmm. whole deal is. Yeah. He's doing those Icy Hot commercials. He's a horrible actor. He's doing the general commercials, the, like, insurance. Oh, hey. call 1-800-GENERAL MAL. Well, we were just oh. talking about how you do, you don't have any options after you're turned 42, so he's, he's doing fine, though. He, well, that's what I'm saying. He's milking it. Yeah. He got a I'm shill, baby, proud shill. proud of him, you know? He's really sucking at that teeth. <laughs> The money tea. Oh, yeah. Okay, I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is actually, in the long run, good for both of them. The only thing is, they could fuck it up. Papa Mm -hmm. John's could, Mm -hmm. you know? By saying another racist or homophobic thing? Well, Mm. or just, like, making... Like, they need to make funny commercials with him. They need to, like, figure this out in a creative, clever way. I guess I don't know what Shaq's energy really is oh you gotta watch this episode of hot wings that just dropped <laughs> okay I uh, uh what it's what's it called hot ones hot ones yeah. hot ones mm-hmm. yeah hot wings, hot wings <laughs> is what they eat we yeah. had a real on the drive back from the game we had a real confusion with <laughs> uh, I, i'm not sure what led to it but we ended up with the concept wing spa where you sit in the hot tub and eat wings <laughs> it's because we were driving past we spa oh yeah. yeah sure which is a really great um Korean spa. We don't go there, so please don't go there and then try to talk to us. Oh, uh, yeah. Don't look for us <laughs> naked in the 
in the yeah. hot bath. I've never taken my clothes off ever. No, me either. Jesus um, wouldn't let me. But we were driving past Wee Spot, and I think Agata said, I love Wee Spot. And Gabe was in the back seat, and he's like, Oh, I thought you said Wing Stop. And I said, I. I meant to say wing stop, but I said wing spa. Mm, yes. I thought you said wing spot, which was really funny to me. <laughs> I did too, I guess. Maybe I did. I don't know. I think we were also punch drunk from the parking lot situation yeah, at that point. Yeah. But we were really trapped in a garage for a while. But anyways, yeah. also don't steal this idea, listeners, but we are going to start a spa where you can get hot wings. Mm. Yep. Great. Uh, cool. So... Is there anything else we want to talk about from previously on? There's a couple things. So really quickly, um, really touching tribute that the Celtics did for Isaiah Thomas. I, to be honest, didn't know a ton about Isaiah Thomas. Hmm. He, I know his name. I've seen some uh, like highlight reels of him Mm -hmm. (laughs) b-balling, but I didn't really know a lot about him. So I did a little research. First of all, he's 5'9". We love a shorty. We love a short king. Yeah. He, he's 5'9 and he played basketball. He's, <laughs> he, he's 5'9 and play basketball. Yes. No, that didn't come out quite like I intended. He's he 5'9 and play basketball. Yes, he is. No, I may sound like a toddler when I say this, but he 5'9 play basketball? <laughs> yeah. I mean, so there are a couple guys who are short and play basketball and are very good. And he's one of them. Wow. And the thing is, he's 5'9 on record, which usually the NBA (laughs) measures people with their shoes on. So that means he's probably 5'7". He's a small man. Yeah, he's very small. And actually, it was really cute. So the Celtics played... Okay, let me just give you a little background. Okay. Quick, quick background. Um, He was only with the Celtics three seasons, but they were three of his best seasons. And... He was with the Celtics when they went to the Eastern Conference uh, Finals and they lost to LeBron and the Cavs, which everyone in the East lost to LeBron when he was there. And so then, um, but his sister died Mm. during the playoffs, but he pushed through in between... um, the first round of the playoffs and the second round of the playoffs, he ran home to go to his sister's funeral. Fucking it. But then they won the second round. Like he still was like pushing through and like dealing with this horrible situation. But then in the last round against the Cavs, he injured his hip. So this actually goes back to what we were saying about like these guys really need to make money because their career is pretty much over. He's only 30 right now. And he has gone through since 2017, many hip surgeries, like rehabilitation. Mm. He's gone through a lot. He's now on the Nuggets and the Nuggets were playing the Celtics um, in Boston and he gets there. This is the first time he's played in Boston since he left. And they did this big video where they're like, yeah, it's a tearjerker. You can just like YouTube it. But people yeah, were ho- baby. <laughs> <laughs> so Gay played it was that incredibly rude. <laughs> Gay played that because his first game back with the Nuggets, everyone gave a standing ovation to Isaiah Thomas, and then the like in arena DJ went, "Yeah, baby." <laughs> 
<laughs> totally ruining the moment. It's like really beautiful. Yeah, touching everyone's That's crying. So yeah, like baby. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, as Isaiah Thomas in Boston's oh. getting like teary eyed. He's like trying to not cry. It was really touching. Um, and I don't know. I I love him now. <laughs> yeah, it was very sweet. He's very cute, and and he we loves lo- Boston. We love a recovery story. You know? Yeah. And then the only other thing I wanted to say is Ben Simmons, who's Australian, uh, wrote Egg ben Boy. Simmons. Ben Simmons. Oh, do you mean Ben Simmons? <laughs> <laughs> I do. Mm. And he wrote Egg Boy on his yellow shoes. <laughs> in uh, tribute to 17-year-old William Connolly, who smashed an egg on Australian Senator Fraser Anning's head because Fraser Anning said horrible things after the Christchurch uh, yeah. shootings. I am... I this makes me like Ben Simmons a lot. That's yeah. a pretty cool move. Yeah, because yeah. uh, I imagine the NBA does not want to get political about stuff like that. You know what? The they NBA's, actually let them get political. They're probably and that's why basketball is the most moral sport. Yes, yeah. you're right. Because and that I is have why seen I like that. It. Yeah, I like the NBA had no kneeling controversy. 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 Because they're not rich old racist assholes yeah. in the way that NFL team right. owners are. At least that's the sense I get. I don't know. I, I mean, mean, there are some of them probably are. But yes. <laughs> but um, I think comparatively to the NFL, it's a fucking paradise. You know what, man? The only way we're going to get rid of racism is through intense social pressure from our peers. Yes. And so I feel like if the NBA culture is such that you can't be openly racist, then that is a huge cut above every other sport in Sing the, it, the world. You're, you're so right. You're you know? so right. Yeah. Um, and on that very beautiful note, I want to talk about the uh, Bucks butt warming seats. <laughs> oh boy. And the only thing I want to say is that George Hill had a quote that I loved about these seats where he said, It's a pretty good bonus. You get to warm your buns up. I've never had anything like that before. <laughs> <laughs> pretty straightforward so, all right uh, there just for some context here um apparently the bucks are they have these like state-of-the-art seats on their like for the players yeah oh not for the fans no okay yeah, and for- the thing is the seats rate you can raise them up because these players are very differing heights mm-hmm. some of them are five, seven nine, seven yeah. eleven yes seven eleven five nine yeah. They heat up to, um, I think it was like 107 degrees. Oh. And it was like the perfect temperature for um, keeping your muscles warm. Oh. Like they, the, okay, they did, so many scientists worked on these seats. It's insane. We don't have a cure for cancer, but we have these <laughs> butt warming seats. And they raise up the height. They can like warm your butt and hamstrings. Um Yeah, I mean, I think that's essentially what it is. Yeah. (laughs) But they made it so... There's this really great photo of um, Giannis Antetokounmpo, who's a tall guy on the Bucks, and he's, like, really high up. And then next to him, I think, is, like, Eric Bledsoe, who's shorter than him, and he's, like, low down. So they're, like, (laughs) looking at each other. It's cute. It's fun. Anyways... Um, Gabe said that was the most Dunktown news we've had. <laughs> yeah, it's, butt stuff. It's very on brand for us to be talking about butt related stuff. Yeah, on this show. Um, and honestly, I want to take a little seat on that bench if you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> yeah, baby. Warm I guess me I up. Don't know. <laughs> well, what you know. Today we watched the Brooklyn Nets at the Los Angeles Lakers on March twenty second. 
Let's meet the boys. Great group of guys. Woo! Okay, so on the nets... Uh, we talked about him last week. You guys remember? We've you got, know these boys. Yeah, we've got D'Angelo Russell, Damari Carroll, Joe Harris, Rodians, I don't know how to say Karooks, it. I think. And I mean, that's obviously the wrong way to say it, yeah. but that's how the announcers were saying it. And Jarrett Allen is <laughs> the Ugh, starters. And tremendous then, respect for Jarrett Allen. Oh, yeah. I love him so much. <laughs> you did love him. I really did. Um, and then they've also got Dinwiddie and Karis Levert uh, on their bench. And then the coach is Kenny Atkinson. And then we've got the Lakers. Hometown boys. Papa LeBron. Mm. Uh, starters are JaVale McGee, Rajon Rondo, LeBron James, Kyle Kuzma, Reggie Bullock. They also coming off the bench. We had Tyson Chandler, Alex Caruso. Step in. <laughs> and also great name, Kentavious Caldwell-Pope. Uh, head coach is Luke Walton. And, um, you know, you know, we've talked about both of these teams before, mm-hmm. only once before. But uh, it was really great to see them again and come into this knowing these boys. It was fun. Uh, it was our everyone's first Laker game. Yeah, we none of us had seen the Lakers play before. None yeah. of us had seen LeBron play before. I've seen LeBron. Hey, oh, you had. Yeah, you had, but at, at the All Star game. But it also Ooh. was Caitlin's first NBA game ever. Yeah, and I think first basketball game. I think I may at some point in college have seen a women's basketball game, but I was probably on mushrooms at the time mm, as I was, was through college. a lot of college. <laughs> um, so yeah, first basketball game that I really watched. Yeah, that's fun. And it was a dream. Oh, I'm so glad you enjoyed it. It was so much fun. Yeah, we I had think such the, a good time. I think the garlic tater tots definitely helped. Yeah, so we, we arrived at Oh, actually, you know what? Let's get into the game. Let's play some basketball! All right. So we, we got to Staples Center. As Caitlin previously mentioned, we're like, what are we going to eat? So this is... A, that was my first priority. It is, I came in hot. We always... No, don't worry about okay. that. We always have the same conversation, which is, what do you want to eat? And everyone's always like, I don't know. What do you want to eat? And we spend a lot of time being like... We did something great this time, yeah, though. Yeah. We tried a new food. We did. That Staples Center has to offer. We went to Doghouse. Um, it was actually Caitlin's idea. She was like, I want garlic fries. We couldn't find garlic fries, but we found garlic tots. And they were... Incredible. I was pulling a real LA move being like, I don't want to eat meat. No, so I didn't bring my lactate, so I can't have dairy. Mm. And I shut down a lot of our options. Mm. But I think it worked out okay. I we, was, yeah, we all got garlic tater tots. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, what what could be better? They no. fucking slapped. They were delicious. They, they were so good. They were so good. The fresh garlic, mm-hmm. so crispy. It Oof. wasn't too garlicky, but it wasn't under garlicky. Yeah. It yeah. was like the perfect amount. There was like maybe like a Parmigiani. Yeah, yes. I think there was some kind of parm situation. Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Then I said maybe I'll get a beer, but at the last second I went, I want a big Coke. Is this the kind of stuff you usually do all the yeah. time? Yeah, yeah. It, it is, is actually. Okay, great. <laughs> it is. So I had a large Coke. I had a large Coke as well, and I feel like, you know, it felt appropriate. I don't know why. Yeah. It was a sweet, delicious treat. Yeah. Much like a Lakers game. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. So I don't know. We were sitting uh, <laughs> way in, up in section three hundred seven, I believe. Mm-hmm. So we were super high up and kind of in the corner behind a a basket. And you know, when we bought these tickets way back when, we bought them at the beginning of the season yeah. because we're like, we know we want to see LeBron. We better get tickets now. Not knowing that we probably could find tickets right now cheaper than what we paid. <laughs> probably. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, it was still completely full. That's true. Yeah. It was. And um, the crowd was very excited. Yeah. But um, I, w- I was thinking when we bought them, like, oh, these are going to be really bad seats. We were in the second to last row. But that being said, I really enjoyed our seats. Yeah, they were I good. loved them. Yeah. We were right at laser level, which yes. made it really fun. Yes. Because all the lasers were swirling around and hitting our station. Oh, and yeah. It was a great time. Yeah. We were also sitting right next to a live band, which is a plus <laughs> and a minus. This was okay. one of the most surreal experiences of my life. <laughs> it was baffling. So like six seats away from us, there was an entire, it started out just being like a bass and a drummer, which was sort of fine because then they would play the defense riff for mm. a while. But at some point, a full brass section showed up. <laughs> there were horns <laughs> pumping and moving it was like and they were just like freestyling and they would play for a second whenever the it, the lakers were playing defense they would just start like <laughs> i had flashbacks from 1993 tucson arizona seeing dave's big deluxe a ska band in a really small venue <laughs> me skanking in the corner yeah i had a flashback from getting elbowed in a mosh pit when i thought i might be into skank for a little bit oh uh, ska skanking and i was a little bit skanky so it was a really interesting <laughs> period of my life skanking it up in the skank scene huh? yeah exactly i was skanking and i was skanking in the sky pit <laughs> yeah and i was... did see the voodoo glow skulls and it was very fun anyway. oh nice me too <laughs> cool. probably same era honestly probably <laughs> but uh, yeah it was a little like shocking we would f- forget that they were there and then all of a sudden they would play and we would like it was jarring. And Agata really went through a journey with that band. Yeah. Tell I, us about it. Well, I hate jazz. Can I just start with that? Yeah. I hate jazz. It was very jazzy. Um, yes. I mean, Ooh. this is even better than that. Because this feels like it has. Some, it was going somewhere. That was... It was so baffling to me that they were using this instead of the defense chant that we're so used to from Clippers game. You know, defense defense it's simple it's effective <laughs> defend the hoop baby but they were doing defense feels like they're gonna they're it's not gonna help them defend also you know whenever the nets would be close to the basket and then the band would start playing i would see Jarrett allen's little afro kind of bob and he'll get into it i felt like it was almost helping the nets he's so he's oh what a what an absolute dream of a guy i just loved him i think i first realized that i love Jarrett allen um when he missed a free throw and he just was standing there like uh like a handsome poised charlie brown yes just sort of like the weight of the world on his shoulders and i was like gosh i just really 
empathize with this man. He's I heard him say pain. good grief at that moment. I, I I don't know if I heard it with my ears, but I heard it with my heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he, yeah, he's got like a great headband. What's not to love? And he's an yeah. amazing player. So graceful. He, he was. was wearing, so this headband, the, they, people are calling it the samurai headband. I don't like that phrase for some reason but i do but it's like the headband with the long ties in the back yeah that's kind of popular right now in the nba i'm not sure why who started it Mm -hmm. whatever if hey listeners if you have the history of this headband and why it's popular right now please email us at hi at dunk.town or if you're a samurai and you have a feeling about it being called the samurai yes or if you're a samurai and you just want to talk yeah we're here if you somehow came forward from the meiji era and you uh you wanted to get scared yeah i would love to chat yeah yeah yeah. please um so that he he looked great he had his big afro Mm -hmm. he had the headband on I kind of came to the conclusion that Caitlyn just really has a type and that type is like 70s basketball player. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you Absolutely. also were like kind of into JaVale McGee. I love JaVale McGee. <laughs> JaVale McGee is a real cutie pie. He's yeah, great. He I was, don't know. He's he, a good player. What he was on me? fire. He was on fire tonight. He yeah. really was. Um, okay. So I posted some Instagram stories when I arrived at Staples Center, you know. As you do. My jersey, my LeBron jersey. Your matching eyeshadow, which I was so impressed <laughs> Thank by. Thank you so much mm-hmm. for noticing. Mm-hmm. I did it for. You I, put a little gold in the corner. I did. Purple on the I lid. did purple and gold. Yeah. Um, oh my god, I love that. Um, so you know, I was showing off my. Despite the fact that I'm wearing a Lakers jersey and I wore one to the game, I was rooting for the Nets in this game <laughs> because um, I I do love LeBron. He is my daddy. Um, but also, the Nets are a fun team. Yeah. And um, they've yeah. got coolest guy in the league, D'Angelo Russell. Yeah. And so I, that's not relevant to what I was saying. I showed up to the Staples Center and I posted a couple snaps onto my Instagram story and I get a, a message from my friend Andy and she's like, I'm at this game, which is shocking because she lives in Dallas. <laughs> I didn't know she was here. Um, and what are the chances, you know, that we're at the same exact game? It's wild. Shocking. So, yeah. So we chat a little bit and then, um, I told her I'll come down and see her if I can, um, so like partway through the first, maybe, actually it was maybe the second quarter, um, I went down to check out her seats. She had way nicer seats than us. Yeah, she had great seats. Yeah. Um, and just chat with her for a little bit and see, what, see what's going on and get a real close up of that la butt that la butt that was worse that was even worse than what you said uh le donk donk? (laughs) we'll workshop this we'll find it we'll do it off we'll edit it in later le derriere i don't know we'll figure it out that's good that's good um you know i he is my dad but i have respect the butt Uh, oh yeah, of course. Ones. Yeah, he's like your um, he's like your hot professor, mm. where you're like, I sort of want you to be my dad, but I also sort of want to date you. Yeah, mm. kind of want to spank your butt, yeah. and I don't know why. And these feelings are confusing. It's so confusing because like, I'm like 19, you? and like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I want to be your mommy and also your lover. <laughs> your this? mommy and your daughter and your lover. Yeah, <laughs> okay, <this is> so <laughs> baffling. Uh, um, okay, so <laughs> Kyle Kuzma did a half-court shot in the first quarter. That was fun. 
gorgeous. It was great. And, you know, the Staples Center exploded so loud after that. Like, I feel like the Lakers fans are just very intense. They represent. I think, you know, okay, we've talked about this before. Whenever there's a franchise who has had, like, a history of winning. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I'm going to say, you know, Celtics, Lakers, Warriors now. Um, even though it's a more recent history, but they have fans that come out to all of their games. They like sell out their, their home games, but also they have fans that follow them around the country. So if the Lakers play in Phoenix, there's still Lakers fans cheering for them. Like they'll fly to Phoenix. No, no, no. There's, they live in Phoenix, but they love them. Um, and that's true for Warriors. That's true. That's true for Celtics. There's a lot of teams like this. Well, I mean, not that many, but you know what I mean. Um, and so it it was, we were comparing our Clippers experiences to this Laker game a lot. And it is crazy, the difference. Yeah, it is. It was wild. It's it's so crazy how they flip that place so quickly, too. Because sometimes they have two games from two different teams on the same day. And there's ice under there. Oh, yeah. There's ice. That made me lose my mind. Caitlin literally lost her mind. She couldn't talk. She was running around. I, I slid off my seat and started to sob on the ground. <laughs> it's just, how do they... And, like, why? Like, why? Is that really more cost-efficient than just building another freaking stadium? I don't get it. Sports are crazy. I mean, Sports are crazy. It's pretty crazy. Sports be crazy. Sports <laughs> be crazy. As a person who has never seen a live basketball game before, here's something I noticed about yeah. Game. Mm-hmm. It was hard to tell when the ball went in mm. because it was so effortless mm. and the reaction on the court was so minimal. Yeah. I guess because it's such a high scoring game, but they were just sort of like shoot it. It would like arc like a, a, a gorgeous swan over mm. a, a marsh uh, straight into the hoop. <laughs> and I would barely even see the net ripple. And then everybody just be like, all right. And then walk away and, <laughs> yeah. continue. and I'd be like, what happened? Yes. You want them to celebrate. More. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know what I want. Well, okay. So there's a, I have a couple thoughts about your thoughts. <laughs> so one is that the angle of our seats made it so that it's kind of hard to tell mm. what's going on. Okay. When you're sitting in like the 100 section, but like center court, it's so much easier to tell like, Oh, that went in, that didn't go in, whatever. Mm. But about your reactions to it going in, I think it does have to do with the fact that they're such high scoring games. Because it's like, okay, we missed that. Uh, whatever. We're on to the next play already. Mm-hmm. Like we were offense now, but now we're defense. We got to get our head in this moment. Mm. Actually, it's like being in the moment is kind of a huge part of this. Yeah. but and, and you can't get too caught up in anything because the game moves so fast. It's so fast. I think I have seen so much sort of like football where if they get a touchdown, they celebrate for four and a half fucking minutes <laughs> with like dances and fireworks. And it's like, just get on with it. And this one, I was like, oh, but but, but are yeah. you happy? Yeah. You did it. You, sh- you deserve to celebrate. No? All right. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just because it's like, there's just buckets going all the time. If, if it's a good game, which this was a good game, there were buckets going both ways mm-hmm. the whole time. Um, one thing I want to talk about, um, m- maybe we need Gabe on mic for this part because he brought this up originally. <laughs> um, notice what number was missing from the jerseys. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
It's the sexiest number. The sexiest I'll number. I'll tell you that. And no, not for 20 Blaze It. <laughs> uh, 69, which um, I assume every player would choose if they had the option. Gabe, did you looked this up, didn't you? Oh, yeah. I did look this up recently. There's never been a number 69 <laughs> in the NBA. And why? does it? Did it explain why? Too horny? Yeah, I guess. The, I mean, that was... <laughs> it just says too horny. That was the subtext, was that it's too horny. <laughs> they did say that... The aforementioned Dennis Rodman did try to be number 69. Oh, and they wouldn't let him, and so he chose number 70 instead. So One more than 69. Yeah. So funny, a little even bit better. Yeah. A little bit hornier. Maybe 70 is the horniest number. Maybe. Because 71 definitely is not. 70 is the horniest number that um, you'll ever know. So I just want to say for when I join the league, um, I do want number 69, and I will not negotiate. Hey, Adam Silver, I know you're listening. Uh, just a heads up that uh, God is going to be requesting number 69 and you better deliver. Yeah. And props on being less racist and perverted <laughs> than yeah. previous commissions. Thanks a lot. Um, I also want to point out both of these teams, no mascot. Okay. So this is something that came up. Um, Lakers don't have a mascot and we think that they should. Yeah. And we said maybe on the podcast we can kind of workshop that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think at first we were like, okay, a puddle of water, you know, like uh-huh. a ship, whatever, mm-hmm. something lake uh, related. Um, and then I don't remember who, maybe it was Gabe, maybe it was Kaylin, maybe it was Agata. It certainly wasn't me. <laughs> Came up with the great idea that maybe just Jack Nicholson should be mm. the mascot. It should be like a man's body with a big Jack Nicholson head like a little like a normal size human body yes, yes. and then like a big foam Nicholson head <laughs> and then That's he'll good. like run around with an axe and he'll be like here's the Lakers and yeah. he mm. can you know maybe he'll he'll be like you want the truth the truth is that Lakers are a great team or something like that <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but man. I think that they probably can't do it till after he dies oh he yeah he seems like a man who does not have a sense of humor about that he would Definitely. not like it um Sorry. What what other th- potential mascots could they have? A, a smog cloud? I don't know. Here's my pitch. So <laughs> yeah. I said something and you guys laughed at me like I was a freaking idiot, but LA does have a lake. It has Echo Park Lake. That's true. Of and what is Echo Park Lake famous for? Swan, swan boats. Yeah. Swan boats. I think it should be a big swan boat made out of foam. Not a swan, a swan boat. Yeah, no, no, no. Not a swan. Just it would have two people pedaling inside of it. <laughs> like this idea two regular sized humans inside a foam swan boat i didn't i don't think i was there when you pitched this because i would have been down uh i think i sort of like workshopped it on the drive um you know what we were all in riff town and I, when you're in riff town it's hard to hear other people's she gets crazy statements. In that's true we're all talking over each other the Man. whole time i think i just screamed echo park lake a couple of times and you did went back to my dad i do remember this yeah. and i remember going like oh well, i guess it's a lake <laughs> anyway swan boats is my pitch okay swan boats it is great. um you know uh listeners if you have a suggestion of what the lakers mascot should be um i don't know is it ryan gosling dancing in the city of stars i don't know but city is it of stars? liza minnelli pilled out and fall 
falling asleep yeah. on a couch. Uh, let us know. Send us an email. Angeline. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. You're right. You're right. It's Angeline. You're so right. Never <laughs> it mind. Is her. And she drives in in like oh a little um, pink Corvette, big wheels, With, and she <laughs> has she has that veil now that she wears. She doesn't show her face. Oh my god. Probably because so, it's fucked up. Oh, oh I mean, so years of plastic surgery. So yeah, anyone we'll do who doesn't know who we're talking about, Angeline is an LA staple. She is famous for buying billboards of herself and just trying to get famous in the 70s and 80s there were these big billboards and 90s and maybe now um there were these big billboards that just said angeline and had her wearing lingerie and it had a phone number gabe and that was pretty much it. gabe nailed it gabe yeah. pulled it up and she's like big blonde hair pink outfits pink corvette very like big old boobies yeah. <laughs> gabe is pointing at her big old boobies <laughs> we see them, very gabe. S- self-satisfied way yeah um uh, but yeah but she, her style is very like big hair don't care 70s was, did and 80s you guys read that like like expose about her that no. came out it, it was i i almost wish i hadn't read yeah it. i totally wish i hadn't read it, it made, i hadn't read it it made don't me read it. it made me feel bad and it's like she, her whole she's thing she's a normal person she's like a private very private person like tried to keep all this stuff away from the public and somebody dug it all up and oh, exposed who she was. That's a bummer. And it, then I read it, so I'm part of the problem. Me too. I'm part of the problem too. <laughs> and I'm mentioning it now, so someone else is probably going to read it. Uh, but he, she's a real character. You'll, you, if you live in LA, you will spot her. You will run into her, uh, you know, at Trader Joe's or at the mobile state gas station. Um, or, I had a really sweet experience where I was in a lift line, which was very full of people and we were all kind of driving quietly and like I was making a little chat with the driver and then I spotted Angeline's car. I was in shotgun and I was like, guys, 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 Angeline, Angeline. And everyone in the car went, Angeline. <laughs> oh my God. And then after that, it was the most fun car ride of my life. We I all made that. friends. She I brings people it. together. She does. I, I had the hiccups. You, sorry. You I do. Have, I have it's a great. weird Angeline story too, because I was, so I was pulling out on the side street, right? right by that Chick-fil-A at Sunset and Highland. And I spotted her car like coming down from the other direction and the car right in front of her. I'm, I'm not like making this visually make any sense, but basically she's right there. I see her. I'm like, holy shit, it's Angeline. I'm freaking out. And then I look to the car right next to her and it slams into the car right in front of me. <gasps> And the car gets catapulted into the uh, sidewalk where teens are standing (gasps) and they're like running out of the way of this car. And the car that like hit the car just took off, hit and run. Oh, my God. Do you think it's because he was looking at Angeline? It had to have been. (laughs) What other explanation is there? Yeah. What other explanation? And like, and you know, um, I think legally your insurance has to like be okay with that. Yeah. They're like, oh, I get it. You were looking at Angeline. It's what you pay for. Yeah. But what? Okay. First of all, there's way too many hit and runs in LA. It's really super fucked up. It's wild. You could have killed a teen. They're the most precious resource we have. (laughs) We need teens. They hang out at that Chick-fil-A all day and night. Yeah. We need them there. We can't scare them away from the Chick-fil-A. We need teens to get teen pregnant and keep the population going. So true. Okay, really quickly, I'm just going to run through this uh, second quarter. (laughs) Um, Reggie Bullock has great hair. Okay, he's it's like a architectural marvel. Um, At one point, someone in the... Nets 
travels and the announcer goes too many steps now this announcer this announcer come on i've never heard a more low energy announcer because <laughs> i'm used to tv sports where they're like and he passes the ball to johnson johnson's got the ball and he shoots the basket and this guy was just like every maybe four and a half minutes he would be like Joe Harris, three-pointer. But here, I've, I want to say, I don't know if this is true. I think he was doing something with Joe Harris because Joe Harris <laughs> is very good at three-point shots. Also very handsome, also has a beard. I think he... Oh, he, is he the lumberjack? Yes. I think <laughs> when he was talking about the Nets, he was talking in that voice. But when he was talking about the Lakers, he was like, JaVale McGee! <laughs> because he would he kept saying, saying three-pointer Joe Harris. And then it'd be like, Three-pointer Joe Harris. (laughs) And then three-pointer Joe Harris. Like he kept, it was like heightening, or I should say low-ening. Yes. (laughs) If the game was low energy, he was heightening Let's talk about improv now. Improv. Yeah, at one point, I forget which team it was for, but he was like, no basket. No basket. (laughs) I I bet you money it was for the net. He was like... Really, I bet you eight dollars. He was hamming okay. up, but he was also hamming down. Yeah. yeah. Um, LeBron did a free throw shot. This is in the second quarter, and this little kid sitting next to Gabe goes, <laughs> "Come on, LeBron, I believe in you." <laughs> <laughs> Caitlin and I lost it. Apparently, Gabe told us later that this little kid was saying this the whole time, and he kept going. He kept he would say stuff like, Come on, LeBron, defense. But like LeBron would be doing a free throw shot <laughs> shot. So I was like, no, not now, kid. No defense now. He like uh, maybe was probably, I don't know, four or five years old or something. He was a very young kid. Yeah. Very cute. Very cute. Um There was also oh, there was such a cute kid in front of us who yes. just like loved his fucking dad so much. And every time someone made a basket, basket he would like put his face close to his dad's face and be like dad (laughs) (laughs) he was like sitting on his dad's lap and like had an arm around his neck and they were the two of them were adorable so and the dad was like trying so hard to watch was like i know bud i know cute. and the kid's like dad this team is playing well and i love you (laughs) defense so then um I don't know if I said this, but the uh, the end of the first quarter was 23-20 and the end of the second quarter was 43-44. So the Nets are up uh, at the end of the second quarter and then we go into halftime. So we were, we were excited because we were like, oh my God, it's the Lakers. Halftime show must be bananas. And if I may jump in here. Please. I think I was pretty open about the two things I was most excited about for this game were the food and dancing. Yes. Oh, boy. I love dancing. I'm extremely passionate about it. I love cheerleaders, and I love cheerleader culture, and I love dance teams, and I love to watch them go. And so I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to get my Laker girls fixed tonight because they had done a little routine earlier, and I was so hype on it, and I was like, oh, halftime's going to be all dancing all the time. Oh, yeah. Then they set up some cones. And there's a skills challenge with a couple ding-dongs from the audience. I was actually very impressed at their free throw ability. They were great. I'm not mad. Well, I'm mad, but I'm I'm not mad at them. I'm mad at them. I'm mad at them. And then the live band. Grace and Michael or whatever? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Maybe step it up a little bit. Everybody's (laughs) counting on you. 
I mean, they did things I could never do, such as dribble the basketball <laughs> down the court. Um, so yeah. then after the skills challenge, we had the live band play for quite a while, and they were doing... But that's when they really got ska. They got super ska at that moment. Uh, we were dancing a bit. It was fun. I loved it. Uh, but then that was it. That was the whole halftime show. There was nothing... We go to Clipper shows and it's like Cirque du Soleil at halftime and this was, there was nothing. Yeah. But I have to say throughout the whole night, there was lasers, there was lights, there was dancers. Uh, a couple times when the... There was jazz, baby. <laughs> oh, jazz. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lakers when jazz Lakers comes alive at 705. <laughs> Um, a couple times when the Laker girls were dancing, Caitlin was like, I'm going to take a dance class. Do you know where I can take a dance class? I tried real hard to engage everyone in the room about dance classes and where the best ones are in LA. I just love dance. That's we cute. should all take I'd, a dance I'd, class together. Sure. I'd love that. Let's that would be it. great. Gabe? Yeah. Great. Perfect. I'll be bad at it, but let's do it. Great. I'll be great. Um, I'm really proud of them. I think their outfits were great. I think they're consummate professionals in spite of not being paid fairly. It, it commensurate with their talent and hard work. Yeah. And um, I wish someone would spend some time for the, what I think should be called Laker ladies. Yeah. Laker ladies, very classy, you know, and I've said it before. I'll say it again. Let's just have Laker dancers, have both men and women, non-gender uh, conforming people on there. And let's just have a fun dance time and we all love dance and dance. Yeah, and dance and dance. And also, mm. I uh, texted my sister to ask which team had the uh, backup dance team of big boys. Oh, yes. boys, And she said she thinks it's the Dallas Mavericks. Didn't get time to Google it. Oh, I so, actually think that is true yeah. that they have yeah. like a big boys. Yeah. It's yeah. like big middle-aged dudes dancing well and hard. I've seen them. Yeah. I love yeah. it. I do like the Mavericks. That's oh, my team. Okay, cool. Well, my original team. Wow. Now my team's the Clippers. You've got divide, divided loyalties. Well, yeah, that's what happens when you move around. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you think. Yeah. So we go into the third quarter. Um, LeBron does a big block. There's lots of good, fun basketball happening. Yeah. The whole game is very exciting. It's very close. It's neck from and neck. beginning to end. Tip to tail. <laughs> they uh, were like never more than S. like... T to A? The whole game tits to ass was very close. I don't think they were ever more than seven points apart, right? Yeah, I think that's probably true. I think that's probably true. The Nets were slightly ahead for most of the game. Yes. And, you know, again, we saw all of our good cute boys out there playing well, playing their hardest. Um, we saw some great dunks. Oh, gorgeous dunks. The most memorable one, I would say, was LeBron, of course. Do a big old slam. Yeah. But uh, I think big that old slam. <laughs> Come on, do that jam. Yeah. Yeah. He's getting ready. Take it to Just, the space jam. Yeah, exactly. He's, All right. He's pumping up there was, for the space jam. There, at one point, okay, you, both Caitlin and Agata <laughs> are pumping it up with hands in the air right now. Uh, um, we just don't care. At no, one point, one of, it. one of the Laker girls c- jumps on the Jumbotron. <laughs> That's how you do it, right? You jump yeah. up there. Oh, her name was Chandler. And then Gabe says, could you be any more Laker girl? <laughs> and guys, 
I wish you the privilege and the joy someday, if you're listening to this, of sitting next to Gabe at a basketball game, because it was nothing but gold. <laughs> Just jokes and fun and commentary. Yeah. Gabe, how do you feel about that joke? I'm embarrassed hearing it back. <laughs> Wait, I actually, liked it. If, if I may, can I kick it to Gabe real quick to talk about his favorite player? Oh, I yeah. was about oh, to yes, say. Yes. We were, we all... We're thinking it. I wrote down here, Baldy, stepdad, Gabe. <laughs> Gabe, do you want to talk about this? Oh, my gosh. Um, I, I was immediately drawn to one specific player. Uh, his name was Alex Caruso. And, of course, he was a balding man. He had, like, a classic kind of Italian look to him, I thought. He had the, uh, a little mustache, if yeah, I remember Yeah, he correctly. had a little mustache. So Gabe, was- Gabe famously loves a balding man. Anyone who listens to the show is well aware. And you yourself are not balding? I don't think I'll ever go bald. I think no one in my family has ever gone bald. If I can describe Gabe it's for a minute, wood. he has a thick head of dark hair. Yeah. I definitely have a thick head. <laughs> oh boy, this guy. This is the kind of shit I'm talking about. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about Alex Caruso. I just thought he seemed like a cool, like, yeah, we were saying if LeBron James is our dad, Alex Caruso is the stepdad when LeBron is not there. Um, And he was great. He was playing a lot. He played almost the whole game. He played Uh, so good. He made a lot of threes and he made a lot of assists that were really cool. Yeah, he was doing great. Um, I... Uh, sometimes was like oh why did mommy leave daddy for him Mm. but then sometimes i was like oh you know what i kind of get it yeah because at some point mommy needed a man who would show up yeah and Mm. consistently try his hardest and like be there and you know what maybe he's not the best player in the world but maybe he's a little more caring and supportive. Yeah. Yeah. He did a lot of high fives and butt taps. I saw that. A lot less showy dunks. Yeah. yeah. Um, I One in particular, he, he passed it over to LeBron, who <gasps> slammed it down again. Um, and, you know, we said... Uh, daddy to stepdaddy yeah i think that it was beautiful to see them work together like that that three seconds of basketball made me think maybe i do like basketball (gasps) truly that was amazing to watch it was a great play that was crazy does that happen a lot where somebody fakes somebody out and it's just like a magic trick yeah and then it's like slam Um, and then you're like uh, "Ah!" it is one of the best parts when they're just like moving like butter oh caitlin i think like like i know it's like Blurred the clock in the morning. It's almost one. <laughs> but after we finish recording, we are going to sit down and watch a YouTube video of the best assists. No, we're not. <laughs> All right. We'll let's, let's keep this moving. Okay. Really quickly, um, a couple things I want to say is um, Tyson Chandler patted the ref's butt after he was fouled, <laughs> and the ref called the foul. And Tyson Chandler was like, Good job, ref. Good foul. He patted his butt. But it was insane. That was amazing. Oh, it was great. So end of the third quarter is 73-78. Uh, at the beginning of the fourth quarter, there was a kid dancing on the Jumbotron. And he was probably like 14, 13, 14. And then all of a sudden he notices he's on the Jumbotron and just poses like a cool guy. He does like a straight face, arms crossed, yeah, nodding like his head. Embarrassed to be seen. 
yeah. as himself. And then he thinks the Jumbotron cut away. And so he starts dancing again. And then he's like, ah, nah. and then he goes back to the arms crest. It was great. I remember being that awkward. It oh. reminded me of my 13 year old yeah. self yeah. and not good times though Bless him. not for me but all the sweet little tiny kids just flossing and dabbing really made the game for me it was fun sweet. all of the jumbotron stuff it's just like i don't want to think that i'll be thrilled by seeing some rando dancing on the jumbotron but i always am yeah yeah um at one point in the fourth quarter caitlin points out that there's a bunch of trash stored behind the baskets (laughs) okay so a guy came out to sweep he did his good good sweeping uh which uh, underrated job very important i'm sure yes um and then he just stashed the sweeper right behind the basket yes and i realized like both of the baskets have like a little janitor's closet behind them (laughs) and it's so crazy in an existential (laughs) way that like all this emotion and energy is focused on these baskets and then behind them it's hollow and there's garbage in there yeah what a metaphor i mean it's like you have to put that somewhere the sweepy boys have to sweep sure mm-hmm. they um, need it close to the court and sweepers i guess that gotta sweep. sweepers gotta sweep yeah. but like it's so weird they just stash it right behind the basket mm-hmm. yeah i don't know it was weird yeah threw me you know what i like these little sneaks little peeks behind the scenes of how these operations run uh, because honestly, sometimes it's weird and you get a little peek and you're like, oh gosh, that makes sense. Someone's got to do that job and they need a place to put their sweepy. Mm-hmm. Um, so then at the end of the fourth quarter, I noticed D'Angelo Russell has cool shoes, but we're too far to actually see what the deal is. Mm. And then, um, Agata lost her ID. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, you. The, they're sick of hearing it by now, but um, I lost my driver's license. Um, after using the classic bra purse method, <laughs> which is where I'm like, I don't want to carry a purse. I'm going to put everything I own in my bra, uh, which has got room for a lot of stuff. Yes, you know what? Standard. It works 99% of the time. 99% this of my the life. one incredibly unlucky. Well, yeah. it doesn't work so good for me because I got small boobs. Mm. Um, so that's too risky for me. But yeah. it was so unlucky. Yeah, I don't know what happened, where it is. Uh, gonna call Staples Center tomorrow and see uh, you up. But you've got, <laughs> you've got a little bit of a mysterious theory about one player on the team yeah, and yourself. that's true. I do think that um, it is possible that allegedly, I don't want to get sued here, uh, but, you know, anytime I'm in a room with Joe Harris, uh, something of mine goes missing. <laughs> And, um, yeah. you know, I'm not trying to point any fingers. I just want to kind of put that out there and say, Joe, if you're listening, I won't be mad if you just, you know, uh, mail it back to me. Yeah. He's got that beard. I mean, he could quickly just like shove an ID in there. Yeah. 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 Shove anything in there. Yeah. yeah. Anything. Then you get through a metal detector. is <laughs> looking at me so intensely. I, I'm, I, I, you know what I mean? Anything. Your vagina? <laughs> shove your vagina in his beard is that what you're how does that work exactly wow you guys whoa (laughs) you guys are really taking it somewhere you're taking a left turn you really gave the brows i was like is that what you mean (laughs) anyone who listened to our last episode knows how handsome joe harris is Mm. um you know what i'm 
again, so many handsome gentlemen yeah. Gosh, on these teams. Yeah. You know, when I was young and dumb and full of whatever, um, <laughs> I thought soccer players were really hot because mm-hmm. a lot of them are like, oh, with their haircuts and they're so lean. And now I realize basketball players are the hottest sports people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, totally. They're right. strong. They're lean. They're graceful. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like ballerinas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And well, nothing sexier than a ballerina. <laughs> oh, my God. What was the final score? Well, so I was going to say, when you went to look for your ID, the score was 104, 109. Mm. Then, like, a crazy series of events happened. LeBron steals the ball when um, D'Angelo Russell is inbounding it. Then he he runs it to the other side of the court. He gets fouled. He shoots two free throws it's so the score is so close we're like oh my god oh they're gonna tie it up we're gonna go into overtime then um the other side of the court d'angelo russell misses a three-point shot so you're like yes yes we're gonna go into overtime this is so fun lebron runs it to the other side of the court and slips oh he's i don't that court was moist it's and sweaty ice. icy boy it's stupid it's a stupid way to build a stadium <laughs> great is sound there a effect. horse in here <laughs> a horse that's really fed up with the ice I'm so sorry i'm a werehorse and I, I don't like to admit it but at the full moon i do turn into a horse so uh the lakers do lose the game it's 111 106 uh at the final buzzer the nets win we love the nets too we honestly, I kind of Woo-hoo. was hoping that it would just be a tie score and they would just agree to be friends. But right, that's let's give happen. out some donkeys. So we, uh, I forgot to tell you this, Caitlin, and I'm so sorry, but we give out uh, arbitrary awards that we make up on the spot called donkeys. Donkeys! <laughs> so basically, we have a couple categories we always do. One of them most points um which of course goes to the nets mm-hmm. um and then we've got best dunk lebron it's got to be lebron yeah, he did a couple of big way. slammy boys yeah he did that thing where they you dunk and you and then you pull your knees up so yeah it's like you're just swinging around you're swinging around like, like a happy little like, baby like you don't have a care in the world yeah yeah uh must be nice <laughs> okay uh, i have a i have a tough category here okay Ooh. best hair Oh well, the uh, the guy on the D'Angelo. Uh, You're are you saying Jarrett? No. Or are you saying Reggie Bullock? Reggie Bullock. That's Caruso. No. No. Okay. I'm going to say D'Angelo Russell. Okay. He has good hair, but Reggie Bullock's hair is a feat that is it doesn't it it, it defies gravity. Reggie Bullock put work into. Let's his see. Hair, you know Can you I pull mean? up like, Reggie? It's just, it's cool. Oh, look at that one down there, that one. Yeah. Okay, it looks pretty cool. Yeah, he took a risk and it looks really cool. All right, let's give it to him. Um, what else? Uh, we couldn't get a good look at any shoes, so let's skip that one. You thought D'Angelo's might have been cool, though. Yeah, but you know, I can't tell for sure. Mm. Uh, but? Well. Best but. I didn't look super hard at the butts, to be honest. Mm, you came on the wrong show. I know I'm a fool. <laughs> <laughs> I was too busy looking at their brains. Because <laughs> I'm not a misandrist. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, best brain. Um, 
You know who I'm gonna say. Freaking. Which one? Uh, uh, what's his name? Well, just describe him. He's on the Nets, and he and I love him. Jared Allen. Allen. Jared, Jared Allen. Allen. Jared Allen. Best brain. Because he's kind. I think he's best sensitive. butt. Best butt has to go to LeBron. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. He's the butt that we've kept yeah. track of the most. How mm. about best facial hair? Oh. Interesting. Again, gotta say, not Alex Caruso. Bless his sweetheart. Oh. He's got that little stash. It's weird. Yeah. It would be hard for anyone to beat Tyson Chandler in the facial hair department. Mm. That's I good. Love but we do his have look. we do have Joe Harris too. <gasps> Joe Harris. Oh, sure. Can we pull them both up on the um the graphic computer? <laughs> what <laughs> you know of the graphic you know the graphic computer and by that i just mean oh yeah, that is hard i think tyson chandler's gotta win yeah 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 okay that those are old joe harris but yeah tyson chandler definitely wins it okay Let's put in the work um what about best um snack Best stadium snack. I'm going to nominate myself. <laughs> oh, I can't. Yeah, yeah. That's an Can listen. I nominate like best theoretical snack? Because I loved those tots, those garlic tots. They were really good. But at some point, the person in front of me mm. had some nachos, the simple kind, just chips and cheese. And I was like, if I just took one of these tots and dipped it in that cheese... <laughs> That might be the perfect snack. I think you're right. Okay, I'm going to put tots and cheese. Yeah, cheese tots. Okay. What about best band? Uh, the Killers. <laughs> uh, the Beatles. <laughs> mm. No, thank you. <laughs> also, okay, that jazz nice. band. <laughs> okay. Okay, that jazz band. Yeah. We can all agree on yeah. that. Um, I won't. I want to do one. Okay. Yeah, um, let's hear it. Most beautiful play <gasps> who did the most beautiful mm. playing daddy and stepdaddy i nominate yeah maybe i didn't like totally focus in on a lot of people other than that maybe alex caruso yeah i think he did a really yeah. beautiful job yeah just overall you mean yeah okay he, like, was, he was set in like, plays left and right yeah it was just like really graceful and gorgeous all right who who wins okay so Let's see. It looks like the Lakers have seven and the Nets have two. Ooh. Wow. wow. What an upset. So Interesting. I know you won the game to our Netty boys, uh, but, you know, you didn't win the Dunkies, and that's really what matters most. Mm-hmm. That is. That's true. Do Sorry. Sorry, Nets. Do better tomorrow. <laughs> so our next game is going to be the Cavs and... Hi. I'm Cleveland. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, oh, very good. Versus the Los Angeles Clippers. Um, I'm going to this game, potentially taking Anastasia with me. I don't know yet. Uh, but if not, they're gonna, Gabe and Anastasia are going to watch it here while I'm at the game, and then we're going to talk about it. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, check it out. Watch it if you want, or just tune in. Um, and let's get into our mail basket. Watch out. There's a lot of mail to be delivered this afternoon. So. How do you do? <laughs> this letter is from our friend, James. He says, hey there, I'm enjoying the podcast. I heard the Carl Tart episode first and I've listened to several since then. 
I am fatigued a bit by traditional coverage of the NBA and its personalities. So y'all are a refreshing change of pace. And I'm glad you talk about something other than Golden State and LeBron. Whoops. <laughs> uh, you're not going to like this episode, buddy. Uh, How are you going to not talk about LeBron? I know. Um, he is a Pacers fan. He's from Indiana. Um, and he gave us some ideas um, to talk about um, Indiana-related basketball. So he says the word feathery is a term of Victor Oladipo coined from his AAU team in high school. He says, stay feathery pretty frequently. I like that as a phrase. (laughs) Super cute. Yeah. Um, So apparently there was a lot of trash talk between Reggie Miller and Spike Lee in the 90s. Um, Reggie was the best at shit talking and Spike Lee always sat courtside to receive it during Knicks games. Reggie owned the Knicks. Uh, Spike Lee like yeah, director Spike yeah, Lee. Yeah. So he's a big Knicks fan. He sits oh. courtside quite often. And um, apparently he's kind of mean. Oh, and no. he'll yell, like yell at players and stuff. <laughs> um, I have a story that I'm going to tell you off air about how Spike Lee almost ruined my friend's life. <laughs> Whoa, what a tease. Oh my God, I cannot wait to hear this. Yeah. Um, okay, so he, he also pitches a donkey style competition focused solely on Eastern European pl- players, which... I love this idea because I love these Eastern European boys. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's, you know, my people. Um, (laughs) Pacers have Bojan, Bojan, I don't know how to say it, Bogdanovich and Domantis or Domas Sabonis, which are both brothers of other guys in the NBA, I'm assuming, unless there's more people with the same names. Um, He says, I hope it's not too problematic to say I always hope one of them plays well so I can get the post-game interview and hear their accent. (laughs) Which We We do love an accent. Yeah, we do love a cutie with an accent. Mm. Um, Thank you so much, James, for writing in. We love that you, you know, gave us some info about your boys um, and we're going to watch pacers game or did we already watch one we haven't yet okay. they're i think the only team other than the Cavs, which we're watching next week um that we haven't covered yet and the the tragedy is that indiana loves basketball yeah <laughs> they they're a huge basketball state and it, and we're so sorry that we haven't gotten to the pacers yet we're actually really excited to watch a game of theirs so we will get mm-hmm. to that yeah. As soon as we possibly can. We'll do it soon, yeah. Um, do the Pacers have a mascot? Yes, Is they it do. A, a running guy? I think it's some kind of cat thing. I'll have to pull up a picture. <laughs> oh, what delightful. I want it to be is a, a Pacer car for the for NASCAR. Oh. I want it to be a little car, but it's Fun. not that. Oh, His yeah. name is Boomer. It looks like he's like a kitty cat, right? Yeah. yeah he's, he's super like cute. Cutie little kitty. Okay, Speaking of kitty cats, you know, like, uh, Alan has a cute cat, so um, that's why I love him. <laughs> You're just, you just are in love with Jared Allen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> whatever. I'm in love with my boyfriend, but, like, you know, he's a close second. No, nope. leave your boyfriend. Jared <laughs> Allen is everything. Okay, fine. <laughs> um, if you want to contact us, you can always send us a letter to hi at dunk.town or slide into our DMs on Instagram and Twitter at dunktownpodcasts. Um, you can also call our voicemail basket. Our phone number is 903-420-DUNK and leave a message there and we'll play it on the show. Um, Caitlin, thank you so much for being here. What a joy it was. It was so fun. Thank you for letting me extremely derail your basketball podcast. No, it was great. Talk about dancing boys. No, this is, is exactly what our show is every week. Perfect. Um, you are an ideal guest. Yeah. <laughs> 
Do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, if you could listen to Lizard People, the podcast about conspiracy theories, it would be a dream come true. And I'm on Twitter at Caitlin Hempstead. And there's no D because Twitter wouldn't give me enough room for the D. Oh, and boy. isn't that you have, 2019? Yeah. You have a great podcast. Everyone should listen to it. It's so fun and funny. Check out our episode. It was so oh, good. Yeah. J- dive you guys in with our brought episode. the research and I love that. You know, oh, that's great. We started off by by like not knowing which conspiracy to talk about, but once we found that conspiracy, we fell so hard in love with it. Yeah. And just like committed to it a hundred percent. So thank yes. you for giving us that opportunity. Yeah, it was great. It was a joy. Such a fun time. Um and check out our website. It's dunk.town. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Um, we really appreciate it when you guys do that. Um, congratulations to our two t-shirt contest winners. You can see them on Twitter. They look really cute in our shirts. Us. Dream boats in yeah, our shirts. A couple of cutie pies. Um, thank you to Andrew Clotworthy for our beautiful theme song. Um, you can check out his music at patreon.com slash Andrew Bear. Thank you to Andrea Tamingas for her artwork. And thank you guys for listening and being the cutest possible people in the world. We love you. We love you. Bye. Bye.